0: Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Hi, this is Mark Graben. This is Episode 72 of the Lean Blog Podcast for August 14, 2009. We have a returning guest today. He is Dr. John Toussaint, CEO Emeritus of ThetaCare and currently the CEO of the ThetaCare Center for Healthcare Value. Uh, which is a not-for-profit that's a partner with the Lean Enterprise Institute in what we call the Healthcare Value Leaders Network. Um, Today we're going to talk about uh, John's role with the Theta Care Center and public policy, the work he's been doing in Washington, educating leaders about the potential, the reality of what's actually happening with Lean, and what that can lend to the healthcare reform discussion. As always, thanks for listening. Well, again, I'd like to welcome back to the Lean Blog podcast our guest, John Toussaint, the CEO of the Theta Care Center for Healthcare Value. Thanks for coming back. Thank you, Mark. So, we're going to talk today, I think it's a natural evolution from the previous podcast where we talked about the, the Lean journey at Theta Care, and uh, we talked previously about the Theta Care Center for Healthcare Value. So, I was wondering if you could update the listeners on uh, what's happening. With the Theta Care Center and uh, the partnership, uh, what we're working together on with the Lean Enterprise Institute.
1: Well, uh, one of the main um, activities of the Theta Care Center for Healthcare Value is to uh, is to accelerate the the uh, application of uh, lean transformation uh, in healthcare uh, across uh, North America. So. What we uh, have decided to the centers, the best way to do that is to is to go with the with the experts and create a partnership and so that's why uh, uh the Lean Enterprise Institute with uh, uh led by Jim Womack and the Theta Care Center for Healthcare Value uh have come together to um, create a uh, a partnership that is actually facilitating uh the healthcare value leaders network. And um, our goal is to bring together healthcare uh, organizations who are focused on uh implementing uh continuous improvement uh using the lean methodology and uh sort of accelerating their their learning curve uh, by having them be able to share and learn together so um the the this network healthcarevalueleaders.org you can actually uh go on the uh Internet now and and start to see what we're doing, but but our goal is to basically do uh, a few things. The first is a Gemba learning process, so we have uh, uh, are conducting structured uh, visits to each member site, um, where we actually uh, have a very specific goal in mind of using uh, the leveraging what the member has learned on their journey for the other members. Our first Gemba learning uh, visit was at ThetaCare in June, and we had 50 people here to um, actually learn about uh, Hoshan planning or in the Toyota Production System terminology policy deployment. So we spent two days uh, in a deep dive learning activity uh, using Gemba as the way to learn. Um, the second thing we're doing is uh, around measurement. Uh, we need to be able to create a set of consistent measures Uh, that actually measure value creation and this is a very uh, complex task Uh, but what we want to be able to do is compare network members performance uh, across uh, all membership in an apples to apples comparison fashion. Um, The next thing we're focused on is assessment so what we want to be able to do is actually uh, have a third party assessment of each organization to say this is where you are in the lean journey here's the gaps, here's the things that you ought to be uh, focusing on for the next year or so. And then we'd be able to do these assessments on a regular basis, maybe yearly or every other year. And we're actually working together with the uh, Shingo folks at Utah State University to develop that. Um, and then uh, what we're... What we're interested in is to try to make as much of this virtual as possible. So um, uh, you, Mark, and uh, and LEI staff are putting together a a state-of-the-art sort of virtual education center that will be for members only uh, on on the uh, uh, Healthcare Value Leaders website. And so members will be able to share, uh, you know, blog, uh, Twitter, uh, whatever they need to, uh, to actually look at, uh, at uh, what they want to learn. And then the final thing we're doing is public policy work, and uh, we're trying to, our goal is to get legislators from many states, because these members come from many states, uh, to understand what we're trying to do and to support us to uh, actually reform all of uh, health care in the United States.
0: So, on the public policy front, I know you've been spending time in, in Washington and working with uh, leaders at, at different levels. Uh, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about you know, what, what you think is missing in the current healthcare reform discussion. Um, how does that tie into to lean and healthcare value and, and, and some of the things that, uh, that you're working on?
1: Well, it's interesting because I have spent a lot of time with legislators, and you know I think they have the lingo right. They talk about value and quality and cost. Um, but the problem is they don't have a clue about how to write legislation that's going to actually uh, drive better value in health care. Waste and waste reduction. and how do we um, how do we incent organizations? to take waste out, improve quality, and lower cost. You know, a good example of how broken the system is at the moment is the ThetaCare's work on uh, collaborative care, which is the uh, radical inpatient uh, redesign that we created using the lean principles. And we've shown dramatic reductions in cost, about a 25% reduction in total cost of care, and uh, uh, about 100% reliability of quality performance indicators, but yet Medicare pays us $2,000 less per case on a patient that is in the collaborative care unit than a patient that's in one of the traditional uh, units. So, you know, at this point, all of the bills that are uh, on the table in both the Senate and the uh, House do not address these sorts of issues. So if we don't start to work on the fundamental uh, issue of waste reduction in healthcare, uh, which is obviously what lean is is uh, is all about, and we've, many of us have proven it's it's about that, uh, we, we really are going to we're really going to only add a trillion dollars to the already two and a half trillion dollar healthcare system without any hope of actually uh, reducing the total spend over time.
0: So, what do you think the potential is, or what have you been trying to educate the legislators about in terms of actually reducing waste, improving quality, the impact that that you think that would have on on cost at a, a national level?
1: Well, let's just go back to that one example I mentioned. I mean, if if we could reduce a twenty-five by twenty-five percent the cost of inpatient care across the country in the, in, in our in our hospitals. That would be a $400 billion savings over 10 years. So, you know, that's the magnitude of what we're talking about. Uh, the Gunderson Lutheran folks have done a lot of work on end-of-life care. They've done a lot of uh, work using some of the lean principles on their inpatient work as well. You know, it's half as expensive to take care of a Medicare enrollee in, in La Crosse at Gunderson Lutheran than it is um, you know the, than the average uh, Medicare enrollee in the nation, half as expensive. So, if we all were able to do it at that level of efficiency, take care of patients at that level of efficiency, that would actually equate to about two trillion dollar savings over ten years. So, with two examples that are real life examples, this isn't something that's being made up. Uh, you know, we've got two and a half trillion dollars of savings over ten years. Um, so, so what we're trying to get hit home is that there are some communities where this work is being accomplished. Let's, you know, uh, let's incent and reward and take the barriers away so that people can innovate using, uh, using the lean tools uh, and improvement activity so that we can start to get the cost out because we can. We know we can. We've proven it. And, and many of the organizations that have signed up for this first uh, Healthcare Value Leaders Network are doing this uh, in, in their own marketplaces. All
0: right. And if we can step back to people who for people who aren't familiar with the collaborative care model or I think some of the true process improvements and true waste reduction that's taking place at Feta care and Gunderson Lutheran, which is also um, – There in Wisconsin, I mean, it seems like a lot of the debate or the discussion in the public when we talk about reducing cost involves things like you know just just paying less, or when 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 people hear about you know shorter length of stay, you know they might have that old um, mental model that well you know you you must be just pushing people out the door too soon, or that it's a fake efficiency of sorts. Can can you maybe talk on talk about how those improvements are? incorporate lean principles and and how it's really what what you might consider, you know, a true cost savings without harming quality.
1: Yeah, most, uh, when we have studied the process of inpatient care, um, the reason that we've been able to reduce the length of stay by about uh, 20% is that we have taken the waste out of the process. In other words, patients aren't waiting for 12 hours to get a CAT scan, for example. If they need a CAT scan, they get a CAT scan when they need it. So if, if it's, if it's determined that the CAT scan is needed at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they get the CAT scan at 3.30 or 3.15 instead of waiting till the next morning. That's a very simple example. Now, it doesn't mean that patients are necessarily 100% back to normal. Uh, when they are discharged from the hospital. But what we're able to do is connect the entire value stream for that patient condition so they can get the needed care that they they need either at home uh, with the home care uh, nursing or in a a step-down unit or in a nursing home, uh, which is a much safer place, particularly home, than, uh, than the hospital. So we don't just push them out the door and say, good luck. Actually, the readmission rates for these conditions in collaborative care have dramatically uh, dropped as well, in in some cases as high as 50% reduction in readmission rates because we're doing the right things, all the right things, using a set of criteria that have been established that each patient must move through a series of toll gates and have to actually... um, uh meet those quality criteria before they can move through uh, the the final toll gate which is discharged to home if they haven't met those quality criteria uh then you know we do a pdsa to understand why a, P, a plan do study x cycle to understand why until we get it right until we get the quality right so quality is really built into the system uh within this this uh with this redesign so uh,
0: I think you're right that there's a lot of um, shared language, there's shared goals that are comp- you know, things that are compatible with lean and what you're trying to do and what the network is trying to do in terms of improving quality and reducing cost. Um, you mentioned readmission rates. that's something I know President Obama has brought up many times as, as a goal and, and something we need to do. And you know here, here you know I think here you are with um, with lean and with a method to actually... Uh, make those goals a reality, and, and not just be a target or um, uh, a goal. How, how do you do? You find that there's still a, a gap that you need to bridge, in, in helping our political leaders understand that yes, there's actually a method. Or, you know, be what what can the legislators do to actually help promote some of the uh, the improvements that uh, that you're talking about.
1: Well, I think the, the number one thing that legislators can do is stop paying for volume and start paying for outcomes. So, so what we want to do is pay for outcomes of care. And one of those outcomes is people don't end up back in the hospital with the same condition. Um, and another outcome is that we have uh, fewer hospital admissions for complications related to chronic disease. And another outcome is we reduce the total spend, the total amount of money spent on chronic disease patients, because we're able to prevent these uh, complications and problems by doing the right thing in an outpatient setting, and having the right resources designed in a, you know, one-piece flow for the customer, which is what we, you know, have learned using the lean principles so that the patient is uh, receiving uh, exactly what they need when they need it to prevent these horrible uh, problems from, from, from occurring. Now, you know, if we continue to get paid in the same widget payment system, which means right now when a patient comes in the hospital, we get paid. What we really need is a system that says, if patient comes into the hospital, that's a failure, and we shouldn't get paid. And as soon as hospitals don't get paid for admissions, uh, we're going to see significant improvement in uh, population health and in the um, overall cost of care.
0: Mm -hmm. So so it sounds like what you're saying is if the right uh, payment incentives can be put in place, then that will help provide incentive for for hospitals to to do the right thing and and then hopefully discover lean as a process for, for making that happen?
1: Exactly. I mean, we have a proven methodology now uh, in healthcare to dramatically improve quality and lower costs, and it's called lean in healthcare. It's not, you know, we don't use a lot of the jargon that manufacturing uses. It, uh, You know, there are different processes in healthcare than there are in manufacturing, but it's still a process. These, tool, these tools still apply, and um, and they work. has proven it uh, uh, Gunderson Lutheran has proven it. Group Health of Puget Sound has proven it. McLeod uh, in South Carolina has proven it. I mean, you know, we're proving it all over the country. So it's not just some isolated uh, place. University of Michigan, uh, you know, and on and on and on. And so, so, so we know this works. Um, what we need to do now is to create the incentives so that we all have um, you know the right uh, financial uh, pieces in place to do what we know works the best for for our patients.
0: And yeah. so you're out um, you know, spending a lot of time now working and uh, working with and visiting um, a number of hospitals um, within the Healthcare Value Leaders Network. Um, if to kind of wrap up the discussion here, if you could talk a little bit about you know, again, how this network um, is is helping support some of these goals of, uh, you know, transforming, reforming healthcare delivery, and, uh, you know, if people want more information or uh, to get involved or to talk about that, what people listening might be able to do.
1: Right. So so this first network of organizations is not in any way uh, meant to be exclusive. It's just the first group that uh, said, you know, gosh darn it, we're going to do something different. We want to come together and accelerate our learning process. What uh, we at the center and LEI are doing is to say we want to facilitate as many of these networks as, as want to form. And so we're here to help make that happen. Um, so what I would suggest is that uh, anybody that's interested in actually becoming, uh, getting involved in one of these deep dive learning networks, they should go to the healthcarevalueleaders.org uh, website and there's a, a place that you can uh, actually uh, apply to get more information now we do have a set of criteria that we've established for uh, uh, organizations that are interested in joining uh, a network and um, so uh, the first thing we we want to do is do a phone interview with uh, with those folks uh, and so the either LEI or the center will conduct that uh, the criteria at this point are to have at least a. A year or so of lean activity and and some some progress uh, in, in that that uh, that that you have the senior executives uh, uh, committed to um, to using lean as a method of continuous improvement. That um, people are willing to participate and share uh, their work with others in a network. And that um, uh, you know, uh, again, we're going to have a. a a diversity of, of organizations here, so so we might have some that are on five years on the journey, we might have some that are eight months on the journey, but it's this this concept of uh, learning from each other uh, and being willing to, to share and work at it uh, that's uh, that that we're interested in. And so, if folks meet the, those criteria, we are our, our next uh, uh, network planning meeting for new networks is Chicago, is in Chicago on November third and fourth. And um, so uh, if, if interested, you should let us know as soon as you can because that's, uh, that date uh, comes up faster than we uh, ever believe. So that's sort of uh, the process that we're asking folks to go through at this point, Mark.
0: Okay. Well, thanks, John. Thanks for um, sharing you know, some of your thoughts on the network and, and for talking about what's going on. Or what's not going on in uh, in DC and on the public policy front, depending on uh, how I want to look at it. But uh, I'm glad you are out there uh, working on that, educating um, you know our, our leaders about uh, about lean and the potential, and and not just potential, the the reality uh, of what's happening in uh, places like Theta Care and so many other hospitals across North America, as as you pointed out. So I want to thank you for joining us. Hopefully, we can chat again um, either. You know, as, as the world is changing here on the uh, health care reform front or maybe even to share um, more of your experiences and examples um, from the lean journey at FEDACARE. I think that would be great. It's been my pleasure, Mark. look forward to it again. All right. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for listening. This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org.